Hey guys, Rick and Duke. Welcome to another episode of Warhog Words of Wisdom. So I'll tell you straight up, guys, this one here um, is going to hit home, but I think it's a, a critical one that needs to get done. Um, tell you that the title of this one is Lessons Learned from Losing Combat Assault Dog Duco. So why am I going to do a podcast or words of wisdom about losing your partner? Well, today, talked to two different handlers. Um, one guy just literally just lost his dog. And the other one, uh, maybe about um, five days to a week removed from losing him. Um, and one of them, we were talking kind of, you know, sharing my experiences with him. And he's like, man, wish I had that info beforehand. So yeah, we're going to do this podcast. Um, once it's done, probably put it somewhere on the warhog.com page, uh, just so people have a reference point or a place to go to. So I just want to set a little bit of a, a backstory for you guys, for those of you who don't know. So why is it Warhog Words of Wisdom with Rick and Duke? Because basically, we kind of did the first one. Um, that picture you see, for those of you watching on YouTube, that's the picture taken from our first one. Uh, it's me and Duke sitting on the couch talking about osteosarcoma. You know, and that's really where this whole thing stems from. So uh, for those of you that don't know, Duco was my combat assault dog I had in the Army. I was fortunate enough to retire him in 2017 due to legislation that was put on the books back in 2000. So super fortunate for that. But really, here's the underlying factor. Uh, I'm here on this planet. My mates are here on this planet because of that dog. Saved our lives numerous times. I mean, it's um, and it's just a bond that's very difficult to explain. I kind of sum it up in this. The day I lost to go, I lost part of me. I am not whole, nor will I probably ever be whole because he's no longer with us. And it's how do you deal with it? How do you come to terms with it? Different things. So I'm going to be super open. I'm going to tell you exactly where I sit at with it. I'm going to tell you exactly what I did am doing. And going from there so that, God forbid, you're ever in that case, um, you know, when that day comes that you got to say goodbye to your partner, kind of have some things mentally prepared. So let me just set a little bit of a little bit of history for you guys. So you guys kind of track, you know, so back in um, late 2020, uh, Duke was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, So we opted to have his right rear leg amputated, four rounds of chemotherapy uh, to add his longevity. Of course, when the docs tell you that, give you a price tag with it, right? So you've got this burden of, man, my, my partner's got cancer, the word you don't want to hear. Um, and then, of course, hey, it's going to be a $10,000 plus bill to add longevity to your dog. So long story short, you know, right rear leg gets amputated. He's getting around good as a three-legged dog. But even in that case, when when I got Duke, I, I thank God I, I was able to get him back, right? I thank God. But it was like part of him was missing. And that kind of had an effect, right? 
I don't think I ever truly prepared myself mentally for the loss of him. Um, had I lost him on the battlefield, probably would have been easier, more acceptable. You know, he died doing his job. But to have cancer basically come in and eat his body alive, um, it's a tough pill to swallow. But, you know, you got that that positive mentality. So get the leg amputated, you know, kind of get some recovery. He's getting around. He's doing dog stuff, right? Get our rounds of chemo all in. And yeah, man, you know, I think the docs told me if I remember right, you know, three to six months. I laughed at him. I said, this dog has years left in him. You know, I, I don't want to say I wasted my time with Duke. And I'll kind of slightly jump forward and then slightly jump back. But, man, when you put that date in the calendar, when he's no longer going to be with you, it changes perspectives. So I would just say, you know, do I wish I took more pictures? Yeah, I do. Do I wish I had more video? 100% I do. I do. I wish I had those memories. I mean, I got a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to have more. And once they're gone, you're not getting them. Um, if you kind of look at, I wanted to start the Warhog Words of Wisdom a lot earlier with Duke. Man, I kind of let life get in the way. Yeah, not a big deal, right? It is a big deal. So I wish I had done that sooner. I worried too much about the logistics, right? Oh, how do we get a doggy cam on him? How do we do this? You know what? I should have just flopped on the couch and, and let the camera run. But that's here and over there. But I think it just kind of goes to the point of just maximizing that time, you know, with your partner. So I'm going to kind of fast forward, you know, that we kind of did a whole piece in the osteosacoma. Um kind of the very first words of wisdom so you get some more insight on that. But I want to kind of fast forward to about two weeks out. And really it's just kind of that that whole process. Um, and they kind of talk about that just to give guys some insights or just things to think about. So in my case, um, I knew two weeks out and I, and I didn't tell anybody, right? Um, before when he first got the officer's coma, I was very open. I did a, a prayer request. I asked for prayers of healing. Um, but two weeks out from when we lost him, he got a chest x-ray and, yep, there were some spots back. And kind of during that process of trying to figure out, hey, what can we do? Literally within a week, um, I had to take him back to the vet. She drew some blood. And his blood work was out of control. In essence, what was happening was his cells were basically breaking down. And he was dying. I was going to lose. The very partner that kept me on this planet. Dog saved my life. And here he is, basically being eaten alive by cancer. And that cancer came on with the vengeance. 
So the vet didn't push, you know, she kind of put the things on me. Just wanted to make sure he was comfortable. And made the decision that on that Monday, July 5th, um, that was going to be Duco's last day. I think from when we left the vet's office till when we finally went to go be with God, I didn't leave his side. Um, obviously, didn't have the mobility to kind of get up in the bed like he used to. Um, he had his little dog bed out in the living room. And yeah, that's where I slept. But it's trying to, you know, at that point, it's hard, right? It's it, it's hard to maximize, not maximize the time, but he wasn't really doing a whole bunch, right? His, his mobility was greatly reduced. Um, not like you're going to go out and throw the ball. Yeah, I think we snapped some picks here and there. Um, could I have done more? I probably could have, you know. I think we knocked out a couple more words of wisdom during that process. But it was just a very, very difficult time because you can't stop time. Your number one most precious commodity, when it's when it's gone, it's gone. When it's moving, it's moving. It's not like you can stick a screwdriver in the hands of time and just stop them. You know, they're they're moving. And uh we come around and July 5th, we kind of pushed it for for later in the afternoon because I wanted as much time. And a little after four o'clock that day, surrounded by his family. Duke went to heaven. And when he took that last breath, part of my soul left with him. Why am I so... Why does that pull so much? Because again, for me, it was the... the bond we had how is it that I can talk to these other guys that have recently lost their partners? You know, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be the same experiences, right? It's just understanding the things these dogs do for us. And then at least in my case, the easiest way I could explain it, it's like losing part of you. You know, it's, those last days, you know, it's like you're kind of in that rush. Oh, did I get the popcorn I wanted? Because I couldn't find the the special mold or whatever it is, you know, you're looking at. Man, if you want his popcorn, go get it done, right? Do it, do it while he's still up and about. But again, trying to get a Dutch to hold still and get some paws slapped in some plaster becomes an interesting, interesting task, you know? <laughs> Um, 
but we lost Duke. You know, covered him in the very flag that I carried for all my rotations. Very flag that flew over the MSS December 24, 2005, when we lost Joe Andres. And that very flag covered Dukes. We took him to the funeral home. Now, the funeral home we took him to was absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, we basically did a flag swap. So this was probably, I don't know, 6 7 o'clock, I'm guessing, um, that Monday. And they were very, they, they did not rush, hey, get here when you get here. Because again, it's not like I'm just going to throw them in the back of the truck and or the back of the car and go, you know. It's like you're, you're still just, man. But you got to be careful. Because that's when only if only if it's a dangerous place to go. Only if I had one more day, one more hour, one more picture, one more this. I would just tell you this, be careful. Um, tell you something to be careful for. The dog doesn't tie your identity. You know, I was talking to, to one guy today. He's like, well... That's what, that's what tied me to the department. You know, that was my, my link to there. It's like, no, um, yes, he's, he's your retired partner, right? Without a doubt. But again, we've talked about being careful about tying your identity to your position or your job. You definitely don't want to have that one, um, where somehow that dog's tying you to whatever your past employment was. So just be careful on that one. So for us, um, we dropped him off Monday night. At that point I removed, uh, whether you want to say Joe Duco's lag. Funeral home had a flag prepared for him, covered him. And told us he was going to be cremated Wednesday morning, 10 o'clock. Okay. I opted uh, to go back. Right. So, so all this is just it are my calls. And this is the important thing I want you guys to understand. These are, these are my decisions. Um, things that I needed to do for me, for my healing process. <laughs> We actually went back, I think a little bit early, probably a lot early. I don't remember the exact time we got there. But the beauty was the the funeral home was in no rush. Uh, she was like, hey, take your time with them. <laughs> you know, started petting his head. Still smelled like Dick, right? But he was cold. He was cold. 
you know, we kind of took our last little bits and um, we were ready. We let him know and we watched him. And the flag he was raped in going to the crematorium. Now, here's a couple key things. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what the hair in the paw print, if they told us they were doing that. But at least for us, um, the funeral home gave me a nice clip of fur from off his neck because I could tell exactly where it came from. Um, and another nice paw print. Um, and I asked them specifically, or I think she asked me, do you want a paw print? I think that was it. When we, hey, do you want a paw print? I was like, yes. I, I personally want his right front. Why? Because that was kind of the foot, the leg that was always in contact with me. She also told me um, we might be able to salvage the grommets off the flag. Super. That'd be great. And we were fortunate enough we did. But these are all kind of things that for you, the handler, you know, if you're in that situation before it gets to that point, right? If you just kind of maybe play this podcast again, listen to notes, write some things down, but this would be some things, right? Uh, the one guy I talked to that just lost his dog, we kind of go into all that. And, you know, it, it's just options, right? You don't have to watch your dog go into the crematorium. You can just, if you want to drop him off and just pick up his ashes later on, I mean, you can do that. So, um, Let me paint, let me paint one other thing. So obviously when we lost him on Monday, the entire family was there. Um, the trip to the funeral home, it was just me and my wife. Uh, the trip Wednesday to the crematorium, uh, me and my wife. And we went back to get Duke. It's me and my wife. And that's right, because I've heard him, not his remains, I've heard him is I picked up him. Here's here's the one thing I want to drive home. Me and my wife. During kind of this whole process, I was selfish in my own grieving process. I never asked her how she was doing. Uh, it wasn't until later on, somewhere in that sequence, I forget. Um, sorry about that. Somewhere in that sequence, I don't know. Something, I don't remember the exact date. Uh, but somewhere within that short period, she showed me a, a video I hadn't seen before. It was her and Duke. Um, he had this stupid favorite mouse, or not mouse, but a moose uh, toy. And I think she got him another one, bigger one, smaller one. I, I don't remember. And it was at that point... 
where she kind of got emotional because she was kind of being very strong. And she's like, so I'm like, I miss him too. He was my protector when you were gone. And I never thought about it. Right? So here I am running around, running the business, coming and going. What's the staple? Duke. Yeah, she wasn't super keen, I don't think, when we first got him. Or brought him home, I should say. Just knowing what he had done in the past. But Duke transitioned over super easy. Uh, but she also knew she had nothing to worry about. God forbid anyone comes to them doors. I hate it for him. Um, that was her protector. So during the sequence, and that was one of the points brought up today. Checking in, check in on your significant other. Make sure she's all right. Ask her how she's doing. I didn't. I was selfish. So I don't think we messed with anything in the house. Probably for those, probably up until Thursday. You know, after getting them back. I might have moved the dog bed out by then. Still left the dog bowl down. Uh, his toys. That I, I was in a rush, right? And you don't have to be in a rush. That's the thing. It's it's your morning process. <laughs> um, I'll be 100% honest with you. I still have nose marks on the back windows of my truck. I won't clean them. At least in my mind, I see those things. He's still riding along. There's here's the bottom line, guys. There's no right or wrong. Um, you know, one of the guys I was talking to today, he's got nose prints on the uh, um, in the kitchen there. Say, so, hey, man, you, you don't have to clean them. <laughs> Leave them there forever. I mean, it it it's your process. I mean, these guys are such a big part of our life. But biggest thing is just trying to convey kind of our lessons learned. You know, kind of don't make the same mistakes I did. I mean, that's really the whole intent of the words of wisdom, right? Is to try to instill that wisdom onto you guys. So... Even if the partner's all healthy, doing well. Take those pictures. Yeah, I got one picture of me and Duke overseas. One. Why? Because I don't know. Too cool, too lazy, too whatever. I, I don't know. I wish I had more. Just for me. Uh, take pictures when you're home. Take video. Do all that stuff, right? 
They're just memories to fall back on. Be careful of playing the, I wish I had, I wish I had just one more minute, one more hour, one more day. I, I got it. We're all going to say it. Just, it can't be a constant, right? Because you don't. Because at the end of the day with all of this, um, you guys know me, I'm, I'm very much a Christian. I'm very much embrace my faith. I know whenever it's my time, I'll see Duke again. I know that guy's going to have four legs. You know, we can't throw Marco under the bus, you know. Marco will be up there too. Um, but to see them four beady eyes from them two beasts staring back at me, yeah, it'll be a great day, right? But God has a plan. God has a reason. I, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, and then kind of you play this argument. I know I'm going down a little bit of semantics on this one, but I think it's important. You know, God, oh, dogs don't go to heaven. Just think about this. Take dog. What happens when you spell it backwards? Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. Not saying dogs are God, but I do think there's some type of spiritual tie with there. So that's my my two cents on that. And if you are faith based, uh, have comfort that hey, you will see your partner again. Uh, yeah. The the only if you know. Have your faith, take your pictures, and then talk to your wife. Checking on her, right? Um, checking on the kids, checking whoever's whoever had touch points with that animal. Make sure you check in on them. Now, kind of jump a little bit ahead. What good things could have happened from losing Duke, right? At that time, I'm I'm in a crap show, right? Because I got it. People, and, and I was talking to the, the handlers say about this, you know, people go, and I say it, right? I'm guilty of it. Hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss for whoever. We kind of cut it because the only words I really got to say to them is, you know what, it sucks. It sucks. But, you know, it was Pat Mack that they kind of gave me some words of wisdom. He's like, hey, man, that dog lived and he lived a great life. Yeah. And then when you cherish the good memories you guys had together, and again, whatever shenanigans he had into or whatever he did, right? Whatever his thing was, you'll turn, you know, if you want to say your sad emotion or mourning emotion into laughter. And you can see it just to change me, just kind of thinking in my head, hey, the good times we had, yeah. Um, so that's 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 an important key. You know, remember those good times you guys had. Um, nothing wrong with looking back on pictures there. Know they lived and lived a great life. And then, hey, what's going to happen in the future? And, and again, 
part of the things I do, I, I don't know if you want to say selfish. I don't know if you want to say self-preservation, but you know, we ended up partners with Scott with Scott's wish and started the Anadoka project. First mission statement, mission statement number one is to keep the memory of combat assault dog Duke alive. They say you die twice. Once when you physically pass and then second when your name said for the last time. Yeah, I was selfish on that. I want his name to continue on forever. I want people to know about how great he was, the gold standard, in my opinion, in combat assault dogs. You know, me and my pack are alive today because of him. You know, that's what I want. You know, mission statement number two is never let another SOF canine handler make a medical decision about their canine based on their finances. It, it's a gut punch, man. You sit there and go, hey, your dog's got cancer. We can prolong his life at $10,000 plus. Man, would you sit there and take the $150 option? You know, I don't want anyone to be in that boat. Make the option that's right for you. Don't let the dollars drive that. You know, then we help out um, other canine organizations with assistance. So, And it's another way that I can just... I, I can keep his memory alive. So yeah, even though we got tragedy, even though it it sucks. I mean, I, I don't know of any other way to put it. It sucks, man. Um, you know, in this this verbiage of time heals all wounds. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I don't know. I mean, you got guys. 50-plus years post-Vietnam and them having to leave their dogs over there when they came home still affects them to this day. I don't know that I'll ever stop mourning for, for Duke, right, to be honest. i got to be an honest broker. Do I have good days where I can talk? Do I have bad days? Um... Bad days in there, yeah, you know. But here's the thing, expressing your emotions, and I've said this time and time again. Man, I, I don't care to be vulnerable. I don't care to mourn. I don't care that you guys heard me sniffling, weeping, tears running down my cheeks. I don't care. Why? Because it makes me no less. That's my healing process. Um, Makes me stronger, makes me better, makes me no less of a of an alpha warrior, assaulter, a man, whatever word you want to use, I don't care, right? Trust me, if somebody were kicking that door right now, if I had a tear rolling down there, I'm going to sit there and smash their teeth in. But at the same token, you don't want to sit there and just bottle that stuff up or just eat your life. So you've got to sit there and um, and reach out, you know, have somebody else to talk to. It's important, right? I, I think I think we helped with some of the healing process today. Um, but really what I'd like guys is um, you know, if you're a if you're a handler out there, you know, if you have lost your partner, I, I I need some feedback on this, right? So I this might be an ongoing thing. Um, did I miss anything? Could I have waited till tomorrow to roll it? Emotionally, one day I could have, but I'm like, nope, let's get it out today because it's important. It's important to get the message out there. Uh, one of the guys was saying, man, I wish 
wish I'd kind of known this beforehand. All right, hey, we got a platform. We're going to get it out there. So, yeah, this is your Warhog words of wisdom. Probably for the, if not one of the worst ever days of your life that will carry on for the rest of your life. In my case, it was losing Duco. You know, for you, whatever your partner's name is. But, very emotional podcast, I get it. It's not always down. I mean, we were, it wasn't like we were all weeping today. We were laughing, we were joking, we were cutting up. But yeah, emotions pop up in there, right? Because it's raw, it cuts deep. Part of me is gone is the only best way I got to describe it, right? Um, you know, I don't know if I said this earlier, but it was like, even when Duke got his, his right rear leg taken off, you know, it's like, man, part of him's missing. It, it's, it's just a crappy deal, right? Um, but it's, it's reaching out, it's doing that talking, expressing your emotions and everyone's going to mourn different. Don't be in a rush to pitch everything, put it up clean nose marks any of that just go whatever pace you think it is what's appropriate for you that's really about the best kind of words of wisdom i got for you but yeah please if you got any feedback let me know uh and if we got to circle back and, and do some more of this we definitely will but um to all of you that have lost your partners I am, I'm super sorry. Um, sorry is cheap talk. I know it sucks. But know this. One day, whenever it's our time, we will be reunited with our partners. And they will be fit and healthy and, yeah, kind of like buying that uh, new car right off the lot, man. They'll be rare and ready to go. So just uh, stick with your faith. Stay strong. Have your sports circle to talk to. Chat with your uh, chat with your bride or significant other and get that. Make sure they're in the loop as well. And then somehow, even at the end of that tragedy, try to find some goodness. So, all right, guys. God bless you. God bless our troops. God bless our fallen comrade or our fallen canine partners. And God bless the United States of America. Until we meet again, buddy. Rick and Duco out.